Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 44. Neither of those are alcoholic. Nope. Cheers to uh, spicy water. Yes. Which is not alcoholic. <laughs> Isn't spicy well, I mean, water usually alcoholic? Isn't that... That's fire water. Oh. Fire water. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do have some of that with, with oh. me, though. But you're, you're doing the pink grapefruit. I am. What other color pink grapefruits are there? Well, I mean, I guess technically there's yellow, like, outside, right? But it's Out- all pink on the inside, isn't yes. it? That's my favorite flavor, by the way. Pink? Yeah. On the inside? Well, just pink. <laughs> like, how do you like your steaks? Pink? Pink. What's your favorite Starburst flavor? Pink. And women. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's lemon lime. Green. <laughs> Uh, the more you know. Actually, it's just lime. There is it's no just lemon. lime? Yeah. All... <laughs> well, I'm glad we started with a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get rid of bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Douse it and lie. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably one of the weirdest starts we've had in a while. Yep. It just happened. <laughs> the nature of the dingus and dongus debacle it well, just happened <laughs> no planning there's actually no recording device either like i don't know how it ends up on the internet it just happens yeah well i could see, like yeah you just talk for a bit and then it shows up on the internet yeah. so i can see why you would think that mm-hmm. no work i'm just talking and then somehow it's just oh look i can hear myself on the internet now yeah uh what, what, what was the book we read this time we went with Censor uh, by Junji Ito. I think this is the first manga we covered. It's the first manga we covered. Yeah. And likely, my favorite manga I've ever read. No shit. Yeah. I haven't read a shit ton of them, no. but I thoroughly enjoyed this book. This is actually probably the first manga I've read since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy it very much. I do have one quick anecdote. Um, So when I opened up the the book on my Kindle, (laughs) you know where this is going? I have some assumptions. I swiped left to get to, you know, Mm -hmm. go to the next page. And then I swiped left again. Nothing happened. I kept swiping left and swiping left. And then, ding! Oh, shit. Japanese books go from right to left, so I need to swipe right. And that that functioned for you? Yep. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did a little, I guess you can call it a thought exercise, and I read it, each panel, as you would in, in Western culture, okay. from left to right. And it still kind of fit. Like, yeah. it, was, it was almost like you had the answer... And then okay. the question came later. So it was like it's, Jeopardy. It, it, yeah, kind of. In a sense. It still worked. You'd still be able to piece it together. Mm-hmm. But I was just curious how it would read out. Now, did you read, like, uh, left to right page at a time? Or did did you do the two-page view where you... No, just left? one page. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And I didn't do it sequentially for each page. Just every once in a while, like, oh, I'm going to read it this way. 
I'm like, okay. And then I'd read it like you're supposed to. Like, right. Well, it works. It's not exactly the same, but it still works. Right. Now, I did notice, like, because of the um, right-to-left nature of the book, like, I did, because I'm not used to it, I did get a little confused as to which panel do I go to next. Well, I mean, choose your own adventure and see which one works best for you. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but in the end, doesn't really matter. No. It all works out. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. And it's a very cool story. It is. I um, think this is what should replace the Western Bible. <laughs> this is a great religious story. I'm a big fan of it. And also, uh, just since we're on top of the manga before we get into the story... A lot of times, especially with like Helsing over there or the more action-oriented comic books, it could be a jumbled mess. Yeah. Because it's all black and white. Usually, actually, I don't think I've seen any color manga. It's all been black and white. Like, okay. literally black and white, no grayscale or anything. And it's super hard to determine what's going on a lot of the time. This book was very clear. Yeah. You could see what's going on. I'm not saying it was good art. A lot of it was kind of static. Right. But it was very clear. Now, the monster-ish stuff was super cool. Yeah, like, it, you can definitely tell, like, that's where all the detail and attention went. went. Right. Yeah, it's it's those big panels, especially that, that big, giant, like, space. It reminds me of Eternity from Pretty Marvel, much, yeah. But a monster. Yeah. So, there was that. I'll, I'll just say the clarity of the art was appreciated. Mm-hmm. I can't speak to it being good art, but right overall... Uh- but, yeah, uh, like, um, some of your normal panels, it just feel it seems like, you know, bare minimum to get the idea across of what's going on. Right. right? Well, and this, and it's my understanding that most creators there, there being Japan, are writing and doing the art and mm. trying to churn out a million things as right. fast as possible, right? That's their... And isn't it, like, at least some publications, it's, like, a weekly thing? Yeah, yeah. That's, so, yeah, that's fucking... So fun. I can understand why I was like, let's just get through this, mm-hmm. do what we need to do. But And I, the lack of color. Fair, yeah. yeah. But I don't know how he publishes stuff. It, his stuff is, my understanding, a little different. It's, yeah. not, it's not one um, continuous IP. Okay, so he maybe approaches it more like a novelist, maybe, yeah. like, I'm going to work on this one book. Right. It, it, that's how I'm assuming it's done. Yeah. But I'm not an expert. Mm. Not even close, so. Right. That's what our audience can tell us. Yeah! Audience participation! Yay! <laughs> so to the story, you... Okay, how, how uh, do you feel? as for the story, I, I thought it was a cool concept. Like, these, um... Especially since it introduced me to the idea of these, like, um, volcanic hairs. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. It, so that... Is it? It is. Okay, 100%. so it's not just part of the storytelling. No, the, oh, okay. it's, like, legit. Like, okay. Yeah, volcanoes, sometimes you'll, you'll see, like, these clumps and strands that are kind of hair-like. Yeah. That's essentially, like, I guess, little strands of lava that have cooled in the air and shit. That's cool. It's like... um. Cotton candy. Okay. Yeah, kind of like that. Just spicy cotton candy? Yeah. We're, I'm going to keep using that spicy throughout this whole episode. <laughs> I don't know how, but you heard it here. It's coming up again. <laughs> See if you can count them all. Audience <laughs> participation. It's uh, the, the title of this episode is uh, the spicy one. Spicy butt. 
Spicy butt? Spicy butt. I can't wait until we actually work that in. <laughs> Spicy butt. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the uh, general premise of the story is uh, there is a volcano. I forgot which volcano it is in Japan. Uh, that that produces these uh, strange version of the the uh, volcanic hairs. Uh, it, normally they are like kind of grayish black, but in this location it's like golden. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a little village that essentially is at the base of the volcano yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they have a ancient history of you know. Uh, this uh, one missionary uh, who came over to preach about Jesus and stuff. Jesus and his spicy butt. <laughs> Jesus and the spicy butts. <laughs> it's a it's a Beatles tribute band. <laughs> because like... John Lennon said that they're bigger than Jesus. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's, it's the follow-up to uh, Sgt. Pepper. <laughs> Jesus and the spicy butts. <laughs> yes. But this was during uh, when this... this Emissary? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Missionary. Missionary, that's yeah. the word. Came over was when... Uh, when I forget the era. Edo. Edo? I okay. think that's what it was said. Where they were basically like, no Christians. Mm-hmm. Slashy, slashy. I'm like, yeah, let's do that again. <laughs> so, I mean, they were hiding this, this, this missionary. Right? right. And then as a part of the punishment, when they got found out, they all got pushed into the volcano, including the... Well, didn't they get crucified first? Oh, they did get crucified. Yeah, and then they and then, <laughs> and then knocked them knocked them in. Yes, which is just a lot of extra work. Yeah, <laughs> like that's unnecessary. We're not gonna pay for this, right? It's a lot of extra work, but it's also extra humiliating, I suppose, to to have to lug a giant cross up a volcano. Yeah, knowing what's yeah. coming. Maybe they didn't know what was coming. Maybe oh, you think they just they're gonna get crucified up there for a bit? Yeah. It's like, oh, we'll leave you guys there for like about three-ish days, and then we'll come back and get you guys. <laughs> I don't know. We'll bring sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, there's no Romans around, so they're not going to get stabbed, right? It's true. But they have katanas. Yeah. And the, oh yeah, lots of big ass spears, and there's a lot of like sharp. Pokey things. It, it wasn't a reference to Japan not having sharp objects. <laughs> of course there are sharp objects. <laughs> it's like, but no, there's other sharp things. They could have just... It's like, yes, that is true. You're correct. I'm sorry. Oh... <laughs> uh. But anyways, um, missionary and villagers got pushed in, and that's when uh, the volcano starts spewing out these golden lava hairs. Angel angel hair. Yeah, 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 that's what it's called. And I thought it was fantastic when I read that, because initially my mind was like, angel hair, oh, that's drugs. And then I was like, no, wait a minute, that's it's angel dust. <laughs> right, and I was like, angel dust is a drug. Angel hair is pasta. <laughs> So my whole brain, when I read it, went through that scenario. <laughs> I was like, drugs and pasta. And it's just not either yeah, of those. But now that I think about it, I kind of wish it was the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> because the villagers, after uh, the angel hair started uh, flowing down, 
Just let them gather everywhere, sit in their hair. Yes, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So now I kind of want to see a version where, like, their village is covered in pasta. <laughs> <laughs> really thin, brittle pasta. <laughs> right. Uh, but there's a magical nature to this, these angel hairs, right? Yes. Uh, essentially, they allow uh, individuals who have these angel hairs kind of, like, sitting on them and embedded in them to uh, ha- basically have some sort of ESP. They they sense more about, you know, the world around them. They can, you know, know if you're there with their eyes closed. And um, in uh, extreme instances, they, they can, like, see what's out in the edge of the universe. Yes. Traveling the cosmos with their pasta hair, basically. <laughs> well, it's astral projection, in a sense, too, right. isn't it? Yeah, but I want to circle, like, just, like, let's back up a little bit. Okay. Traveling the, the cosmos with their with their pasta heads. Is this the, the you know, the pre-evolution version of uh, the flying spaghetti monster? Yes, it is. Yes. This is the origin? <laughs> the origin of it. <laughs> this, this whole village that was covered, and they just let it happen. They let everything get completely covered, and they're cool with it. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? You know what? All right, this is fine. <laughs> it's, it's okay. So, like you and I, we both have long hairs, right? Yes. It, it gets annoying sometimes, right? A little like, bit. When, especially when it gets like up right in your face, like tickling your nose and all that shit. Yes. Yes. Imagine that, but like someone else's hair. Yeah, someone else's hair <laughs> on your hair. It's like I get annoyed when my because my hair's curly. They don't know. You know it. And it gets, like, clumped up. Yeah. So then I, like, pull it out and throw right. it away. Like, it would be annoying to have someone else's hair do that in my hair, too. <laughs> right? I was like, God damn it. I have problem with my own. <laughs> I don't need your hair. Uh, but then, okay. So back to the story. Uh, modern day, right? Uh, there's um, this um, this lady who shows up at the uh, village and it's bright golden hair and... Well, she doesn't have bright golden hair initially. Oh, it was after the cocoon? Yeah, she got cocooned. Yeah. I don't remember why she was there to begin with. Right. Because this is, I don't know how long after, like, centuries? Yeah, I would say so. Like Since the first angel hair covering incidents? Right. And then she's in this village, maybe, I don't know why the fuck she was there. I can't remember now. Yeah, she might have been, she's either investigating or a tourist. I don't remember what. Okay, gotcha. But she essentially found herself in a fucking cocoon made out of this fucking pasta. <laughs> the cocoon pasta. Yeah. And then breaks out with golden hair. Yep. And now she's fucking new Jesus. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, rest of the story, though, it does focus on a journalist. Right? Yes. Figure out what the fuck is going on with this village, with this lady that he keeps seeing. Right. And and bugs that have human faces. <laughs> oh, it was the suicide bugs. The suicide. So she goes to this cliff where everyone just like jumps and whatever. And there's like a tea house. And once you get the tea house, the little bugs that like dart under your feet to die have weird human face. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw that first panel, when the tea house employee lady was gonna step on one, like. <laughs> I, the bug noise appeared in my mind, 
and it sounded like <laughs> Step on me <laughs> That's how it looks. The way I sounded just now is how it looks. Am I wrong? Like <laughs> It does have this very like Like you guys can't see it, but like We're looks, both doing yeah. <laughs> Do the thing where you, like, kind of make your neck disappear into your shoulder. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yes. And, like, kind of put your head back <laughs> as well. Just be very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but that, actually, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the book. The suicide bugs? Yeah, the yeah. suicide bugs. <laughs> fucking rule. Especially when uh, the lady gets, like, really fucking pissed and just starts stomping Stop. all yeah. over them. Just gooing everywhere. And did they ever actually reveal like why they were bugs? I don't think they did. Did they? Mm. I want to. Ah, shit. I don't know if I'm making this up now. Maybe I am. Maybe it's the actual story. I thought it was like the souls of the people that died committing suicide. But why did they turn to bugs? I don't know. Because they got reincarnated as a bug. Oh, okay. That, that's Sorry. a new manga. That one time I got reincarnated as a bug. <laughs> and the whole manga is about this it's, bug that just goes and kills itself by getting stepped on. It's actually just like most of the book is literally just this sequence in yes. the book. Yeah. You just get like one extra page <laughs> of the dude committing suicide and then turning into a bug. Yes. And then it jumps into Jinji uh, Ito's sensor. Yes. And you level up because most of those. Or, like, level up game thingies. You yeah. level up every time you die. Oh, shit. So that's why you want to constantly get stepped on and die. So you can level up. What, and... is, is that, like, a real thing? No, that's just what I made up right now. Oh, okay. I thought that's what th- those books are about. No, those books are about leveling up, but not dying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. But... You I mean, just, they, they initially die because they're reincarnated. Right. But, you know. So when you die as a bug and you level up, do you get to be a bigger bug? Yeah. Until eventually you can step on humans. Yo, that rules. <laughs> Constantly be a bigger bug. If you're lucky, you get to be a roly-poly and just roll over people. <laughs> Shit. Um, Godzilla, the... I can't remember the name, that turtle thing that rolls around. You become that? Yes. Uh, Fuck, what's its name? I know it. We know it. Yeah, we know it. Yeah, we know it. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a weird edited segment in there where I just say the name. It's going to have, like, different background noise. Right. You, like, uh, record it while you're, like, outside. (laughs) Or, like, at a a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Suicide bugs. Suicide bugs. Uh, Basically, that... Essentially, it it feels like a lot of it is a bunch of dead ends for for the journalists. Yeah. And... Basically, every once in a while, he comes upon something weird that seems to be connected to uh, this angel hair, golden hair lady. Uh, like um, the traffic mirrors, right? Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it because I thought it was stupid. But continue. <laughs> so, like, 
dude was just driving on the road, and then uh, another car like cuts him off or something, and then just runs into a, a traffic mirror that you know helps you see around the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dude was like, "Oh, hey, you okay? You okay?" Uh, weird dude who runs into the mirror is like, "Yeah, whatever. Bye." Rushes off, and then apparently just continues to hit a bunch of other traffic <laughs> mirrors. Getting them at the right angle. Yeah. Yeah. Magically getting them at the perfect angle. So, what do they want to see? I don't remember. They want to see something. Yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) That that is pretty absurd. Like, being able to run a car into a mirror, a traffic mirror. Several. Throughout. Well, multiple people are doing it. That's true. So and getting then, them all the correct angle. So but they have, they got the pasta that's that fair. gives them the extra senses. That, that they pasta know. gives them trigonometry skills. <laughs> <laughs> I could have used that in high school. Trigonom- oh, man. Tri- I'm trying to go trigonomi- tr- trigonometry to angel hair. And all I got is triangles, which is triangles. <laughs> I'll try some angels. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's make them pink, medium rare. Let's see how it tastes. Yeah, include the hairs, please. Yeah, <laughs> as an aperitif. <laughs> um. So as we skip along, <laughs> jumping around the story, there's also a site, uh, a psychiatrist or psychologist involved. Yes. Uh, who treated the lady, and they didn't know what the fuck was going on either. Yeah. I mean, who would? Right. They didn't have spaghetti hair. Oh, excuse me, angel pasta. God damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean, world. Sorry, Jinjito. <laughs> Excellent story, really. We yeah, loved it. We right? don't mean to. We're not trying to make fun of it, but I think we've established this is supposed to be some sort of a comedic podcast. Yeah. So it, it has to there be done. There it is. Has to be done. Um. But yeah, so weird shit happens. Uh, psychologist's son fucking disappears, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a fucking cult. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a cult to begin with, like right off the rip. Yeah. I was like, these fucking people in the village are a weirdo cult. And then it turned out I'm right because they're Jesus freaks. So, yep. but then it's just like other cults. That's, that's true. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's this other cult that's trying to like kidnap uh, blonde hair, golden yeah. hair lady to bring back, uh, or not bring back, oh, but communicate with the initial missionary that was thrown in, right? I, I think the goal is to access the the quote unquote Akashic records. Oh, which oh, I forgot about. I love that it was a representation of a uh, as a library. Yeah, I thought that was really fucking neat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, the, so the Akashic Record is supposedly, like, a repository of all knowledge in the universe. Mm-hmm. And apparently, pasta is how you get to it. Yeah. I really liked the looming cloud that ate everything. Oh, yeah. That was really fucking cool. Especially when it gets all gloopy. Yeah. It was so awesome. I was like, <laughs> yes! Love it! <laughs> to me, like... And it, it grew yeah. really rapidly. Oh, yeah. Like, to me, though, it, it looked like a brain. It did, yeah. So, in my head, like, I'm just imagining this giant brain that melts and just smushes all the people beneath. Except one. Oh, yeah, except one. Uh, what, the cult leader? Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I kind of want to talk about the cult leader real quick. Dude, um, I like that it, it does that whole, like, chicken and the egg thing, right? Because, like, when he's contacting the Akashic Record, you see the giant image of, like, uh, Universe Eternity, the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then towards the end of the book, it's revealed that that face that you see in, in the universe is the dude's face. Oh. I don't know if you made that connection. I did not, no. Yeah. Okay. Go take a look. Big picture of, you know, Eternity Monster. Yep. Cult dude's uh, face at the end of the book. Okay. Exact same. Got but it. Minus the, the stars and shit. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fucking cool. That's neat. Yeah, it's a really cool detail. I, I mean, if it means what I think it means, it, it means technically the dude, like, achieved his goal. He ascended or what yeah. have you. So he's always been this, like, weird uh, eternity monster thing out in the middle of space, even while this shit was going on. Well, over. I mean, that, that could point to time being irrelevant for him at that point. So this is how he got there. Mm-hmm. But because he's now this entity, time doesn't matter or exist. Right. I don't know. Could be. Possibly. Yeah. It's a, there's <clears throat> definitely a, like um, interesting stuff that wasn't necessarily explored. Like mysteries that were left as a mystery. Right. And a lot of things weren't explained in great detail, but it still worked. Mm-hmm. I didn't need the answers. Right. A lot of times when a book does that, it's like, well, that doesn't... Why? But this was done so well that, and so cohesively that it didn't really matter because the story flowed and worked. Mm-hmm. It was a functioning story. Was like, okay, cool, awesome. It's just supernatural shit. Mm-hmm. For the most part, just because of supernatural. Got it, cool. And part of that, I think, is because like Junji Ito understands like cosmic horror so well. Mm-hmm. It's because the horror in cosmic horror is these like unknowable things. Right. Like, who's to... Who, yeah, who's to say? Yeah. No one. Now, now that we've kind of sort of gotten to the end of the book, though, I, I will share my one, like, gripe. Okay. Uh, ending was a little too happy when when uh, Golden Hair Lady becomes, like, the Messiah. Yeah, well, it's fine. It's yeah. serviceable. What would you have rather have seen? Uh, something more bleak. Uh, not necessarily, like, Oh, humanity is actually doomed, mm-hmm. but you know, no happy endings. Okay, I I can go with that. Yeah, not necessarily bad guy wins, mm-hmm. but just like no one wins. Yeah, nobody yeah. wins. <laughs> um, we're all just insignificant ants in the grand scheme of things. And that would have been a, a probably better ending. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's more true to the whole Lovecraftian horror, cosmic horror uh, idea, but at the same time, I get it, it's it's been done a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, m- maybe Junji Ito felt the same and wanted to do something a little different, but I didn't feel like it landed the way it should have, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like, I would... So I hadn't really read anything else of his. I've watched some anime based on his work and hated it. Oh, it yeah. was not good. But Holly has some stuff that, oh, yeah, no, this is pretty good, too. So now I might venture out and read some other shit. Because 
loved it. I really enjoyed this book, so I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what more there is. Right. And, like, from what I kind of know about him, he, he has a lot of, like, material out there, right? Yeah. Like, he has written tons of books already. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think, like, I would probably, if, when there's a sale, I'll, I'll probably pick up one or two more. Yeah. And um, I did notice there's a, a live-action adaptation of, I think, his book, Uzumaki. Okay. Uh, that's on uh, Prime, and I might check that out as well. No reason not to. Yeah. I'm way a man and put some bullshit on. Okay, cool. Exactly. Yep. So we listened to Sorceress by Opeth, the great Swedish no longer heavy metal band. Nope. <laughs> this was out, I forget, late 20 teens maybe? I think so. Yeah. So. I Like in my head, after Blackwater Park, there was uh, Smoky Album, uh, Shack, um, Tree With heads and then this album okay that's how i remember it i remember deliverance and like damnation oh yeah that did happen and before. i i forget which one is which i just know the C- one cd because i bought the cds mm-hmm. one cd is black and one cd is white the black one has like a lot of death metal stuff in it it's not straight death metal and the white one's like a weird acoustic almost album yeah and i forget which name fits with each anyway that's the last time I listened to any Opeth. Yeah. That stuff and before. Well, maybe I listened to Ghost Reveries once. Point being, I've not listened to Opeth in a very long time. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Um, as for my impressions of this album, I fucking loved the organ solo at the end. That was pretty sweet. I fucking did not love when Michael tried to do growls. When did that happen? The later half of the album, he tries to do some growly vocals, really? and it was strained garbage. Did you listen to the version with the live tracks at the end? Yes. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, so it was probably during Drapery Falls, the uh, live version. When he sounded like he blew out his like vocal cords, yeah, yeah. When when he got to that song, yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was like, so bad. Yo, you used to sound like a really angry monster, and right? Now you kind of—I don't even know what. You just sound like a—I don't know—like a football coach that yelled. Pretty too much. much, pretty much. But I wanted to bring up too. I really don't like it when they add live songs to albums as bonus tracks. Yeah. I fuck why? Most of the time live recordings are garbage. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah. Or if you're gonna do it, do a two C D or two LP or whatever the hell you want to do. Release it as a live album. Right, yeah. Or add it as a second disc so I don't I can just not ever listen to it. Right. <laughs> it's interesting because Amos really enjoys live albums and live recordings not because of the quality but because of the nuances and differences of a live performance versus studio recording fair which i understand cool i don't like it Mm -hmm. i think in in that case it also depends a lot on like the band doing the live recording true like king crimson doing live where they're 
they, they're, you know, going to go off on their stuff. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, Campbell Corpse Live? What no, no. <laughs> no, that's just a bad version of what we already have. Exactly. Um, let's see, what else? What else did I like? That's, I just, I don't think I give a shit about Opeth. Yeah. From a consumer fair. standpoint, yeah. right? It what they weren't poorly written songs. No, I didn't give a shit about them. It's it's you know uh, old obscure prog worship, pretty basically. much. Yeah, um, done in my opinion well, but not my thing right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Like it's not bad mm-hmm. stuff. I don't want it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I did have one other moment I really enjoyed. It's around, like, halfway through the album. There's this, like, break with uh, just bass and drums, and they're doing, like, this really fast thing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I mean, it sounds really fucking cool. Right. So, but, like, it doesn't save the album. No, no. Well, then track two was fun, I guess. Like, if I'm just... That was the the dude, like... The closest they get to like a doom song. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. If I'm grasping for something, mm-hmm. mm, that's cool. Yeah. And and I've noticed there was two. Now I don't know if it was a live song. Anyway, he, his vocals sound really good and fitting for a part of it. Again, not a sound that I'm. I don't know. And then there's also parts where his vocals sound extra nasally. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like the live portion or not. I'll have to go back and listen again. I won't. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> but to anyone that listens to this and wants to listen to that album, see if it's the live songs or not yeah. and let me know. You know what? I bet it wasn't live. He was just sick at the studio that day. Yeah, and they're like, I'm not going to pay extra yeah. money. <laughs> right? We're just going to do it. These idiots will buy it anyway. It's fine. <laughs> have you heard my growling vocals live? They don't care. <laughs> Got, we've got our audience on the leash. Yeah, they throw their bras up on stage. <laughs> Still, to this day. I don't know if they do. The only reason why this was on the list is because they played at that new, the Eastern, the new-ish venue. Yeah. And I was considering going. So, you know, I haven't seen them in forever. I think Macedon was opening. I was like, I haven't seen them forever either. Like, mm. Fuck it. I'll go see a show. And then tickets were like 60 bucks or some nonsense. Oof. So I was like, I'm not going to go. It was like... I won't pay 60 bucks for you guys. I just won't. <laughs> and I found out later through Aaron that they were selling tickets at the door for like 25 bucks. No shit. I was like, God damn it. If I would have just went, I'd be more than happy to pay 30, 40 bucks even for those two bands. God damn. I don't think it's necessarily worth it, but I like live music. Yeah. And I hadn't seen either in such a long time. Sure. Mm-hmm. 60, no. But that made me, th- made me think, again, as we opened this segment, I hadn't listened to them in ages. Mm-hmm. Like, well... That's okay. Let's put it on the list. You know, that's something. Let's just do it. Right. So that's how this wound up in your ear holes. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Yeah. I wish you could have seen his gesture. This is like that's fine. It's like I forgive you, man. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> I was actually a little mad at first when I pulled up the album because I saw it was fucking ninety minutes. Yeah. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> you went and found the one without the bonus tracks, I assume, um, or just stopped listening. No, I listened to the whole 90 minutes because I thought that was, like, the whole album. Whereas, which, okay, three songs comprise 30 minutes. 
because that's the th- there's three cover songs, and that's and um, the rest of the album's about an hour long. So that's three songs. Yeah. yeah. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's Opeth. Yeah. They They're got they got to work for them bras. Right. <laughs> it's uh uh quantity over quality. <laughs> In this that's case, so bad because they're like really good musicians. They really, though. they absolutely are, and we're just pricks. Yeah, is what it is. All I'm saying is it doesn't do it for me. Yeah, no, not my thing. No, <laughs> I don't even have an urge to go back and listen. Yeah, to older stuff. I just don't. Well, speaking of older stuff, if you had to choose, what would be your favorite of? The older stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You never liked them enough to have a favorite. No, I have the ones that I bought. Yeah. And I don't even remember all the ones I bought. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Fair. have an answer for you. Fair. I think if I had to choose one, it's either going to be Orchid or Morning Rise. I mean, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When when they're dumb kids. I'm going to go that's, that's flip like through it. my CD binder and just grab one. Of them. That's, that's my, one you see. This is my favorite. This one. It's not even Opeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another O, o band. Yeah, it's, it's Otep. <laughs> I don't own an Otep album. You know, there was there was a time when I kept getting the two confused. Well, I can see why. Yeah. There's an O and a T yep. and a P. Yep. And, and, and an, an e. e. And an E. I totally get it. Yeah. Just like... Poet. <laughs> That's all these people are. Yeah. It's just damn artists. <laughs> More like fartists. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say, this album did inspire uh, a pick that I just put on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to see what that is, and we'll discuss it in it, six months. Yep. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. Hell yeah. So remember this episode, people, when we talk about that thing in the future. Yeah. Spicy butts. Spicy butts. Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael.